coming up on stage, we have Professor Damos. Dig deep in those pockets, pull out some singles as Andy gets downright dirty for your eyes only. So I'm a stripper in this in this scenario, in this play act. In this day, in this <laughs> on this time, this hour. Yeah. Andy, I picture you wearing nothing but glitter tassels and the sweetest of edible thong oh, underwear. You should have been at my house last week. Yeah, just kidding. Just hey, kidding. That kind of party. Yeah. Hey, check it out. My name is Nick, and I'm here to talk to you about slasher movies. Yep, I'm Andy, and I'm also here to do the same thing. No, yeah, we are Slash U. Slasher University, where we uh, dive into campy, sometimes forgotten slasher horror movies. Yeah. We spoil them. We make fun of cinephiles. We do horrible accents. Um, and we uh, post semi-nude pictures of us on our social media sites. So. We are a bit late this week. Sorry. Oh yeah, we're yeah. supposed to. Be, it's supposed to be out today. It's yeah. The episode is supposed to be posting now. Maybe I'll just put it up tonight. I don't know. I got time after this. I'll be able to get home and upload it. But we much apologies to all those hardcore fans who like to listen to it right away on Monday. I we, wish uh, we would get a note that would say like, yeah. "Man, I missed you guys. Why didn't you publish publish on Monday?" It never happens. I did get an email today uh, from somebody I know who just said like, "I had to reinstall Spotify and it erased all my podcasts." What's the name of yours again? And I was like, "Yeah, it's Slash You." And I told them and told them that we did the movie that we did, uh, that which we'll talk about in a second that we recorded. And he's like, "Oh my god, I love that one." So he actually knows this he movie. knows this movie. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Well, let's so. go ahead and, I mean, I guess get in the mix. I mean, we said we're going to spoil it. Uh-huh. We said we how much we loved cinephiles. Yep. Now we, we want to just give, Not them, very much. give them strokes. Just yep. stroke them out. Um, just and stroke them out. what else do we have to say? You know what I want to do right now, Andy? I just huh. want to go ahead and get the socials out of the way. Yes, that's a good do idea. We no, do it at the top of the show, yeah. Slashypodcast.com on the World Wide Web. Yeah. And if you want to hit us up on social media, slashu underscore podcast. Find us on OnlyFans, OnlyFans at slashupodcast. And, Instagram. Uh, yeah, I said Instagram. Yeah, that's the slash you underscore podcast. Yeah, yeah but we, Instagram. slash you podcast is our OnlyFans. It is. Okay. Yes. I haven't and, been there yet. Yeah, you need to check it out. Really? What's and, on there? Anything <laughs> making us money yet? Nothing yet. I got I to gotta attach stuff. Oh. Mainly pictures of my boobs. <laughs> um, I know um is not a professional thing to say. It's okay. That's it. We're not professional. Please like and rate and review us. I know it's anonymous, and so that's why people can give like a one-star rating. Yeah, but what's the point of that? You're going to give one star. you got to give a comment that says why you gave it one star. I just think people, there's hatred out there. Yeah, there's trolls, trolls, there's idiots, there's assholes. And i got to tell you, man, if you have the time to give our dinky little podcast one star, (laughs) then you, sir, or madam, have nothing else going on in your life. I mean, I get it. Go ahead and troll a celebrity who has, you know, 100 million followers. But if you're going to... Spend your time trolling our stupid little show. It's not stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Tiny little show. Like, then you've got, you're pathetic. Like, (laughs) yeah, go troll someone that really deserves it. Like, like Carrot Top. Sure. Or just someone who's more famous. Like, what are you accomplishing by trolling us? Or trolling at all accomplishes nothing. It's just mean spirited. 
Yes, and it is. silly. And I hate that it took the good name of a troll because when I was a kid, troll just meant some weirdo that lived under a bridge. Yeah. And now it means for some person on social media just to kind of belittle you and anger you. When and... I was a kid, they were those little naked dolls on your desk. Oh with yeah, the hair. with the hair. Yeah, trolls. Yeah. Rub I their tummy if, for good luck. I wonder if like surgeons have ever found those stuck up orifices of people's bodies. I bet some have. I bet some. I know mm-hmm. it sounds weird when I bring that up, but I bet some of those smell weird. Yeah, I'm like sure. if you bought one at a garage sale, yeah. always smell it before you buy it. Dip it in bleach. <laughs> so hey, do we even so, talk about? We're talking about a movie from 1979. Right, it's, right. It's a uh, 90 minutes. Right, directed by David Sh- Shamel. Shamel. Schmoll. Schmoll. Tourist Trap. Tourist Trap. You know we're doing episode 80 right now? Holy shit. Happy Happy 80th. 8-0. Yeah. I don't... We gotta remember... I gotta remember that shit, dude. Like, I We gotta think of something rad for 100. Yeah, I guess. I mean, do we want to do we another live show at X-Ray Arcade? That's 20... 20 episodes away? 20 Maybe. episodes away. I don't know. We'll get it figured out. I know that's... But if you really think about it, if we did one for the rest of the week, that's five... That's five... Epi- that's five months away. So, mm-hmm. might be winter. Yeah, that's true. Tourist hey, trap. Tourist trap. Another mannequin flick. If you remember hiding those shriek, <laughs> yeah. we brought about mannequins. This yeah. is not the mannequin flick that's supposed to be the one with uh, Terry. Oh, the the eighties movie where she comes alive and the mannequin. Bangs her. Yeah, mannequin. Yeah, it's not that. That's still, do we talk? That's creepy too. We like, brought that up in the past. Yeah, he bangs a mannequin. There's a sequel, isn't there? Yeah, mannequin two. Yeah, and it doesn't star that other. It stars um, that Kim other. Kim Cattrall is the first one. Oh, okay. I don't know. And uh, I know she she never likes to do sequels. Yeah. And uh, Christy Swanson plays the oh. uh, mannequin. She's the uh, Buffy. The oh no, she was somebody. I think she was Buffy. But now she's like a weird Q Anon cult fucking oh, weirdo. Good for her. Yes. Glad she made it. Just so. thought I just thought I'd bring that up. But <laughs> that said, another mannequin movie. Um, yeah, kinda. And, and you know, it's it's just straight for the intro, Andy. But let's go ahead and share with our I dear some, listeners. Yeah. What are you gonna share? I got questions about this movie, man. Yeah. Oh, this the music. Is the, this is the intro to the movie. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like Elmer Fudd or like some cartoon, like chasing, uh, like stalking wabbits? Yes. Uh, yeah. Dude, that's perfect. This. Yeah. They paid this guy to do this soundtrack engineer. Paid him so much. A third of the budget of the movie was paid to this guy for this music. Yeah. Okay. They went back and said, "Can you make it more like John Carpenter shit?" And he's like, fuck no, this is my music. I thought of Elmer Fudd chasing fucking Waddle, uh, fucking Bugs Bunny. Okay, well, I mean, it is lighthearted and wacky, I guess. It doesn't quite fit it the movie. It does not fit the movie at all. <laughs> I don't, because even with sometimes when the mannequins do, I mean, we're going to spoil it, the mannequins do come to life. Obviously, you know this. Kind of, yeah, we'll talk about why. But, you know, it's is it a supernatural flick? Oh, God, I don't know. And, and Don, if it is, I don't know why. Donna's mom is in it. Um, oh, Donna from that 70s show. Yeah, Donna's mom. Tanya something. What's her last Tanya name? Tanya Tucker. Tanya, no, I'm just kidding. Is it Tanya Tucker? No. Uh, um, yeah, she's in it. She's like 30 years old at the time. I looked that up because... Uh, she she looks great. She, looks she like is a, good looking. She, she looks like, a, in my opinion... Uh, uh, Tanya Roberts. A retro, Tanya Roberts. She looks like a retro version of uh, Megan Fox. Megan with Fox. dark hair and yep, blue eyes. Yep. Maybe a little... Um, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Shit. From Charmed with Sarah breast Ch- cancer. Um, Shannon Doherty? Shannon Doherty. Oh. Maybe oh, I get a hint of... I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I was more... That's a little too old for me. I was more I charmed. It. I dig it. I dig yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, Shannon Doherty, just a, a hint. 
<laughs> whiffs of Shannon Doherty I, I, I dig, in the I, way she looks. I dig those whiffs. <laughs> Good. I get, I get smell and them. I don't mean whiffs in like a weird way. <laughs> I totally could smell those whiffs. I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a, it, it's they're coming off really pungent. Yeah, yeah. This movie is like mm. if the Hills Have Eyes family had like a long lost cousin who likes to bang mannequins. Okay. And who was taught magic by Chris Angel. This would be that movie. The killer has telekinesis. What the? Get that out and say it now. I mean, it's not, and it's not, there's no backstory. We don't know why. There's a little backstory to the story. Obviously, everyone knows, if you listen to the fucking Slashing Podcast, uh, Professor Nick loves, I don't like talking to the third person. I like backstory. Yeah. This, kind of? Explains. But I don't understand the supernatural shit. Nope. It's and my Welcome, wife watched thank you this. For listening yeah. to my TED talk. <laughs> my TED talk. My wife watched this with me. Cheryl yes. watched this with me, and she at one point was like, "Why does he have telekinesis? It doesn't serve a purpose, really. He's able to make the mannequins move around with his mind. Yeah, but he still could have killed everybody without. He doesn't need the telekinesis. Like he could have been. They could have been just as creepy without it. I don't know why he has telekinesis. I don't know how he got it. He's just. He's just like an X Men, <laughs> somehow, yes. some way. Radiation, we don't know. He just, too. Yeah, he just has it. Has he always had it? Did it develop after he, you know, did some things? I feel like, like if the supernatural was going to be introduced, it should be like Taurus Trap Four. Mm. Does that make sense? Like when um, the uh, the supernatural shit comes on a little later. Oh, it does. And um, usually, like, in a sequel or okay. something like that. You know, because you remember Jason, part seven, I think he fought Tina, who had fucking supernatural powers, too. Jeez. And, you know, so, I mean, okay, that was part seven or part yeah. six. Correct me, And we students. did the Hatchet set series, too. Like, the first movie didn't really dive into the lore, didn't even name the swamp. And then Hatchet 2, 3, and Victor Crowley all flesh that stuff out. So, I guess Tourist Trap 2... Would have told us, you know, he yeah. got he got his telekinesis from a uh, banging Chris Angel. Yeah, or he <laughs> <laughs> he was in the he was in the navy and he was exposed to a warhead. There you a go, nuclear warhead, and it gave him weird mind powers. I bet Chris Angel loves this movie. I think he jerks off to it. You think he does? Mind freak. Mind freak. So we want to get into it. How ha do you want to do this? Hashtag poor Woody. Um, <laughs> actually, what I want to do is I'm rebranding the Cliff Kill. Ready? Please. And now, let's welcome Andy's Cliff Kill Notes, brought to you by Bedroom Slippers. Mm. If you need to take a quick run to the convenience store or just want to keep your feet comfortable while in your house, don't forget your bedroom slippers. And now, okay. Andy's Cliff Kill Notes. Was that Thank, pretty cool? That was great. Thanks, thanks, thanks to Bedroom Slippers kicking us fifty bucks for this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the Cliff Kill Notes brief summary of the movie, just so you can follow along with what we're talking about. This movie is available on Tubi for free. Uh, a few other platforms. Um, we, we watched it on Tubi. There is Nick. Did you know there's like a tourist trap unrated? There's like an unrated. No cut. way. Yeah, it Tubi like suggested it to me, and I said, eh, no, I'm good. So the unrated was like four minutes longer. A group of young friends get uh, uh, stranded on the side of the road with car trouble. Uh, they stumble upon an old, out-of-business museum. They think they found help. But there's a mysterious killer on the loose who seems to have telekinetic powers and a fetish for mannequins. Can Mr. Slauson help them fix their car? Or will they find out that they've fallen victim to just another tourist trap? God, like that it. always gets me so moist. I I'm love trying. that. That was great. 
it was going to be a lot simpler. I was like, I got to dress this up. This isn't, this isn't great. I Are they going to fall into another trap? Tourist trap. Tourist, tourist, tourist trap. trap. Oh, we didn't tell each other dick shot kills. I didn't, I didn't have one. This, yeah, another, we, like we last, week, last week, it was we just didn't, kind I mean, of blah. Just, yeah, there's nothing really. I mean, dick shot kills, or dick kills, what are they? Either what, one. Either one. They're very important, Andy. They, they hold are. something spiritual within the soul of our <laughs> microphones and to the soul of every student that listens to us. <laughs> dick shot kills mean something. So, um, they gotta be good. That is, it's just a cold opening. I mean, it's a cold credit opening, uh, with that weird ass music that I just played for you. Yeah. Um, so exterior, day, car, tire, beep, Woody. Yeah, Woody hoofing it down the road with a tire. Yeah, he's got on like one of those little Gilligan hats. I think it's kind of important. Yeah, yeah. You know, those little uh, white. brimmed, white brimmed hats. I don't yep. know if I'm dating myself here. Gilligan's Island. No, I Island. think Gilligan's Island's a good reference. Yeah, so he's Woody. His name is Woody. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, his buddy Buzz Lightyear, they're pushing a tire down the road. No, Buzz Lightyear's not there. So obviously, Woody is in peril. He needs yeah. help. He's got a tire. Maybe this tire's flat. Yeah. And back um, at his car, there's Eileen, who, you yes. know, this is very simple character development. Very There's simple. not many characters in this movie, so Eileen is at the car waiting in the yep. shade. It's hot, while her boyfriend—I assume they're together—Woody is taking uh, the tire off down the road. Right. So Eileen's just listening to the radio, and along comes other friends of theirs, I guess: yep. Yep. Jerry, Becky, and Molly. Yep. Apparently, catching up to Eileen and Woody in uh, Jerry's car. And, cool Jeep. Uh, yeah, neat little Jeep. Uh, Eileen explains Woody had a spare, but there wasn't any air in it. Yeah. You know? Uh, God damn it. A very, <laughs> a very funny line that was similar to our Funhouse episode. Uh-huh. Uh, Jerry picks up the tire. Look at the size of that hole. Giggity. Yes, you get yeah. it? Because I could be like orf, like Orphus, or something. Yeah, okay. butthole, whatever. I wrote so. it down, sorry. Uh, yeah, so Eileen gets in the car with her friends Jerry, Becky, and Molly uh, to, I guess... Uh, catch up and find Woody. Yeah, help Woody who, out, man. Obviously, out. he took off by himself, yeah. you know, walking I, the roads. I like that they didn't show everybody driving and the car actually breaking down. I like that the movie just opened up and, you know, the car's broken down somehow. The, you know, it just is. It is. I think someone need rolling it. a tire down the road yeah, dead is giveaway. dead giveaway that something's yeah, wrong with it. And I like that. that if I get a little cinephile is that was nice. We dive right in. <laughs> These people are obviously having car trouble. Perfect. Dork. I like it. Dork. Whatever. Uh, um, it worked for me. Woody gets to the gas station, or is it a bar? It's called Oscar's Cafe. Doesn't seem to be anyone there. But, I mean, it, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. It's not part of Slauson's Oasis. No, it's its own thing. Oscar's Cafe is what the name was. Yeah. I watched the second. So, is it a tourist trap? It's like a side. It's a roadside joint, I would yeah. think, that was like, maybe get some gas and a cup of coffee while you eat. Right. You know? Right. Probably just a pit stop for motorists. Yep. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anyone there. Yeah, he's walking in looking for help. Can I get some service out here? It looks like a bar. There's like a beer tap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And actually a full bar that he walks up to. But totally. he starts hunting around. It seems like, does he hear voices? It sounds to like hear like some laughter, or it sounds like maybe someone's there. I don't think, my guess is, I didn't recognize any laughter even during no. my second watch. I just think he's kind of stumbling through. Stumbling through the house. Yeah, yeah, Looking he's looking in the building. Yeah. Uh, he finds what appears to be someone laying down on a cot or a bed, but it's a mannequin that pops up and laughs at him. Uh, and he finds out he's locked in. Yeah, All the, the doors uh, shut. Supernaturally. Yep. The doors locked, the windows closed. Yep. Mannequins even bust through, uh, these windows. It's like a really fucked up fun house. Speaking laughing. of the devil. Like, yeah, yeah. Like laughing and mannequins. Like, I mean, it would freak me. The Maybe f- that's why this one was suggested. 
or what did it pop up? We watched Funhouse, and it's like, if you like Funhouse, you'll like this. I don't know. I think I, I started. Remember. I remember going. We need to do more '70s shit. Oh right, right. So, so maybe that's this how was it came on the up, list. Yeah, this, but mannequins pop out from all over. They're like laughing at him, freaking him out. One of them pops out of a closet that's all like got a weird, you know, sloth from the Goonies face going. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And yeah. those laughter are the same ones they use in It's a Small World and Walt Disney and the laughing hyenas in the Jungle Book. Really? Yes, yes, yes. There aren't hyenas in the Jungle Book. You're thinking The Lion King. No, dude. I'm talking. Yes, there are hyenas in there. There's something laughing in the Jungle Book because this is back in the day. What are you talking about, Lion King? This movie was made in 1979. I really don't think there are hyenas in the Jungle Book. All right. But maybe I'm wrong. I think you are. When we hit pause, uh-huh. when we take our break, we're gonna we're gonna come back and visit this. Hyenas in the Jungle Book? Mark my mark it. Okay. okay. So let's just. I'm, uh, I'm not sold on that. Anyway, well, it's not fake fact news. 16 minutes in. But, All right. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> The laughing hyenas, whatever. The supernatural yeah. shit starts happening. Yeah. Like, like, poltergeist lives up in here. You know, all like, these inanimate objects are moving around, right? And like, things start getting projected at him. He but... crowbars through a door and reaches his arm through the door, and something holds him. He's like stuck there. Yep. He can't bring his arm out. You're right. The mannequins are laughing. A cabinet across the room starts shaking, and stuff starts flying out at him, uh, crashing, breaking against the wall around him. Pretty mm-hmm. cool effect, actually. Yeah. It's not. Computer generated. No, no, it's, they did actually the filming. They did it upside down, so things just drop. He just drops. Really? Yeah. Fuck, man, you do all the research here. I don't do <laughs> shit. I just watch the movie. Uh, a knife ends up flying flying across the room, hits the wall right next to him. Yes, but but he, but he finally gets the pipe. A pipe flies into his back and it kills lays, him. Someone lays a pipe in Woody. Stabs he, right into him, and it's cool because blood kind of drains, drains out out of the pipe. The yeah, other I end of that. the pipe. Yeah. Again, hashtag poor Woody. Uh, it doesn't really have much of a... Not uh, much of a part. Not much of a part. Yeah, he's killed in the first five minutes of the movie. Killed in the first five minutes. But, I mean, just creep factor. This is when my first watch, I was like, Ooh. okay, 1979, this is creepy as shit. Because you hear a voice then kind of mumbling as someone walking around the, the yeah. room after Woody's dead. <laughs> they didn't make out what he said, but it's obviously just a gravelly deep voice mumbling we know something's going on at this but i i guess madman mars was there (laughs) (laughs) they always growl (laughs) yeah victor crowley daddy um (laughs) so i think this cafe is part of slauson's oasis because the rest of the gang who is now in the jeep jerry Mm. molly eileen and becky are going to look for woody they pull into Slauson's Lost Oasis. It's a big sign, and they're kind of making a fun. Oh, it's these tourist traps. They try to get you money. Mm-hmm. There's one. We're going. We go to Springfield every Springfield, Missouri, every mm-hmm. um, uh, Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's one we like to stop at. It's called Uranus. Oh right, right. So they sell chocolate <laughs> there, and they have like you know like a freak show. They have like yeah. one of those oddity show like they had at the Fun House. Sure. So like when you walk in, either they have, it's the tourist thing. Where, Welcome to Uranus. We love making chocolate in Uranus. Like everything is a Uranus joke. They just want to sell you stuff. It is, and they know it's a tourist trap. It's yeah. definitely why you stop. We have uh, Mars Cheese Castle here, yeah, but I mean uh, that's like don't... legit. Well, it's trying to sell the tourists a bunch of cheese and yeah. sausage made in Wisconsin that's this, yeah, overpriced. Uranus <laughs> is just trying to sell cheese. I mean, I'm sorry, chocolate, chocolate. and maybe like you know stuff like tchotchkes that say Uranus yeah. on it. Not all tourist traps are planet based, i.e., Uranus or Mars, but. <laughs> Many of them are. You Good know, catch. Right? Uh, Dude, that was rad. <laughs> and you got this one, of course, Slauson's Oasis. Slauson's Lost Oasis. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like, uh, I guess it's maybe setting up that tourist trap vibe. Yeah. Because they find Woody's tire, and so they're like, oh, he's got to be coming this way because there's the fucking tire. There's a tire. I think 
our mysterious person putting a tire there to lure them up that way. I think you may be correct. Because as they pull in, uh, they, uh, a sign is rustled out from some brush, and it says, Close to the public. Dun, dun, dun. And suddenly, Jerry's car stops working. His Jeep. <laughs> okay. It's like it's totally dead. It just cruises and stops, and he can't even turn it over. And while he's turning the key, one of the headlights just shatters. Did you notice that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, because he... <laughs> Yes. Oh, so it's like Chris Angel's fucking at this oasis. Yeah, Chris Angel's there fucking around with his car. But he's like, I've never had any trouble with this with this car before. I don't know what's wrong. Right? What you said before we hit record? Yeah, I think the killer is using his telekinesis to stop the car. I fucking agree with you now, dude. The headlight just breaks randomly. And and just like he said, this car's never fucking done anything. He can't get it turned over. Fucking Chris Angel. Eileen decides to go off on her own and calls Molly and Becky. You know, come look at this. She found paradise. It's just a beautiful waterfall and a pond, like an oasis. Like an oasis, yeah. So Jerry's going to stay and dick with the car. The girls are going to get naked. <laughs> and they go skinny dipping. And um, yeah. this is where we could get the hashtag almost boob. Almost boob. Hashtag almost, almost boob. The almost, you almost get boob. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a couple side shots. But even the, the script called for boobage. I mean, because they were going for that 1970. I mean, teenagers, boobs, drugs, yeah. beer, Blood killers and shit. Are we... Uh, but they, they, the director was too shy to ask the girls to take off the He was too shy. To, you're the director, man. Ask him to do what you well, want Well, because to do. Two, one of them had already appeared uh, nude in a, a film in 1975, Beastmaster, oh. Eileen did. Okay. And then Tanya Roberts went on to do some nude, full fucking nudity and like Sheena, a movie like Sheena, okay. I don't know, but... Well, uh, I mean, almost we, boob. are these girls like stereotypes in this movie? What do you mean? Well, is like Molly seems to be kind of the prude. Like I don't want to go skinny dipping. I don't have a swimsuit, right? And is 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 Becky kind of the like the promiscuous stereotype? And then Eileen's kind of the smart the, one, the bitchy leader one. <laughs> I think Eileen had more more wits about her than everyone yeah. else. So I mean, okay. I think a soft approach to that is, sure. is, is I just is, got is warranted. I got some prude vibes off Molly because she had like the full dress on. Yeah. She didn't show any skin, yeah. and she's like, "I don't want to go swimming because I don't have a swimsuit." And the other girls are like, "Lighten up, Molly!" Uh, you know, so maybe she's a, the virgin, and it's a, it's yeah. a, that's a good soft it's approach. Pretty loose. I like that. Like they didn't heart, they didn't lean into it, but it's definitely there. I lean to me as kind of the smart, sassy one. Becky mm-hmm. could be like the, "Hi, I'm sexy with my bubes and my blue eyes," mm-hmm. and then Molly's the safe one, and Jerry's kind of like, "Hey, girls, I'm over here. Hey, I'm a law student. I don't know anything about cars." <laughs> He did mention that. I don't know anything about cars. I'm a law student. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna be a mafia lawyer someday. Stereotype, Andrew. What's wrong with you? Uh, I'm from New Jersey. I'm gonna represent the mob. My God, what's wrong with me? What's wrong um, with my Jeep over here? Hey, my Jeep's broken. So, so Mr. Slauson comes walking up Chuck on the girls. Connors. Played yeah, by Chuck Connors. Big star. Big star. He I texted wanted... my dad because he used to watch The Rifleman. Yeah, this guy, this was his way of, as he knew he was getting older, obviously. He was born in 1929. Mm-hmm. He's probably, or 22, so he was like 55 in this movie. He wanted it to kind of, he wanted to become uh, a figure because he knew he couldn't be that young cowboy anymore. Like, sure. So kind of like that 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 creepy, you know, that, that sinister, he wanted to make a career out of this. Mm-hmm. And what a way to do it. He I got to tell you, yeah. He did a good job as a creep fuck. And you know he's a good looking man. He is. I mean, for this era, God, would it yes. be like Chuck Connors or Robert Redford? You know? like mm, That's a good question. Yeah, they're both pretty dreamy dudes back in the day. Well, Chuck Connor, definitely. I mean, I wonder, like, because they also said on set, he was big coke user. You're kidding. Nope. I'm not kidding. Wow. Everybody was on coke. Like, even 
one of the assistant directors said that he was walking under one of the key grips or something. A, one of his bag of cocaine hit him in the head. Oh shit! Yeah, so this they like to, they like a party on this. It was the seventies, dude. Come on, seventy nine. Yeah, it's almost the eighties. So, so they were fucking. Too, I mean, you know, I wonder if Chuck got to got to smooch smooch any of like the Tanya Roberts. Oh, you never know. But anyway, Chuck Connors appears. He's 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 got a gun. Yeah, he's obviously the owner of the property. He likes watching dim girls, and they see he really seems to like Molly too. The blonde. He does gravitate towards Molly. The uh, he brings up an interesting point. He says, "Hey, this used to be a, a great. I used to charge seventy five cents, but people don't come here anymore because they built a highway down the road, and people just kind of pass by it." Yep, Psycho. Oh, you remember Psycho? Yeah, uh, the hotel. Nor- the Norman Bates, Bates hotel. was like. People don't come stay here anymore because they built the new interstate, and so people yeah. don't take this highway anymore. People so. got a lot of problems with the uh, the highways, uh, driving small businesses out. Yeah, because you you're just gonna cruise by at sixty miles an hour. You're not gonna stop. Well, yeah, th- just I guess the new highway they built uh, doesn't go by Slauson's Oasis anymore, so he's lost Nuts. a lot of business. In fact, he's kind of closing it down. Yep. Um, he everyone's in such a hurry. Yeah, he says. But Eileen, they're they're ta- the girls are talking to him butt ass naked, and I mean you. Still, they're in the water. I know, but you still think you'd be able to see a little boob? Mm, yeah, I mean it's cloudy water. I mean, <laughs> Becky's trying to cover her boobs, but she's still yeah. like, my friends are over there. We're looking for our friend. Woody. We're looking for Woody. He's lost. I yep. don't have no idea where he is. Right. Uh, I can't help you, but uh, you better look out, ladies, because those water moccasins are coming into this hole, and they like to get here at night. So if you feel something wiggling between yeah. your legs, I was like, whoa, Slauson, calm hey down. Hey, now. Yeah, he just warns him about snakes. You better get out of that pond. Yeah. Um, but we've we've established Slauson. He's, Very, he's yeah. uh, Mr. Slauson. It's his property. And, uh, you know, so he just kind of warns the girls to take off. Um, he seems friendly enough, yeah. but in a just a vague whiff of creepiness. So Vague, vague whiff. Whiff. We cut to the girls kind of laughing, uh, walking back to the car. Jerry misses Jerry, all the fun. Jerry meeting them. No boobage for yeah, Jerry. They explain like, <laughs> oh, some old coot kicked us out of the pond, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, totally. And Mr. Slauson's there at the car waiting for him. Yeah. He offers him a ride to his place to help fix the car. It's the Slauson Museum, which is going out of business. Unfortunately, it is. Um, yeah. He coaxes the kids to come join him because he's got his tools up there. Yeah. Uh, we can get you guys a cold beer. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. head up to Slauson's Lost Oasis. Uh, great definition of a tourist trap, Andy. Kind of got totally. that Old West motif where, you know, things come alive. You know, they got, you know, cowboys and Indians kind of vibe. Yeah. Offers the kid a beer. Yeah. Um, and the beer... Oh, it's hams from the land of sky blue waters. What I'm drinking right now. Right now. Nice can of hams. It's it's what's it's uh yeah from the land of sky blue waters. It's It's kind of been my favorite like easy drinking beer for a while. You gravitate towards Blatz and PBR. Blatz and PBR, yeah. I've been drinking a lot of hams lately. I just think I like hams. Don't get me wrong, but it's I think it's definitely lighter than PBR Blatz because I feel like it's just it is about the water. You know, I mean it's I think it's more. I just pee more when I when I drink. Mr. Slauson, I think, opens what looks to be like a 24-ounce can of it. Like, it's a big old can of hams. Uh, and he talks to him about uh, yeah, life. his place. Yeah, and then just about life. He's like, when you get to be my age, kids, yep. you know, come on, kids. He explains that his brother left to work at a wax museum. Uh, Eileen looks out the window and sees a house across the property. You know, who lives in that house? And, and Mr. Slauson jokes, it's Davey. You know, Davy Crockett, because he couldn't get along with General Custer over here. He's got a mannequin of <laughs> yeah. General Custer. He shows him a mechanical, like, his brother rigged up apparently a mechanical mannequin that fires a gun. It's cute for the, you know, for the tourists. For the tourists, yeah. Just like animatronics meet mannequins, yeah, it's, meet wax it's, figures. Boom, boom, boom. Was yeah. that like a person in a costume? 
I think the actual moving wax, or the moving mannequin. It could be. It almost looks like a person dressed yeah, up. I would think it the movement was a little too natural. I remember when they showed a mannequin hand, like in a box of hands. Yeah, that's it, a was, it was hand. a person's yeah, hand yeah. for sure. But um, it's pretty neat. Eileen, to me again, I'm going to bring back, uh, bring her back up. Andy, she seems to be the smart one. She's like, something's up with this dude. Yep. Uh, what's up with that house? Because when she asks about the house, and he says, "Oh, this is a guy named Davy that lives up there. Yeah. I live here in the shop." Yeah. So he, I live here. So it's like, Eileen's smart, man. Yeah. So Jerry and Slauson go off to fix the Jeep. Girls, you stay here. Don't go this, outside. This is a woman's space here. <laughs> uh, he warns him not to go outside. Because though. of the coyotes. Right. So don't wander around. It's nighttime. We have a problem with coyotes. So you girls stay here. Jerry and I got this. And Eileen's like, Mr. Slauson, can I use your phone? And he's like, sure. Help yourself. But it doesn't work. I don't need a phone. I don't got, any, I don't got nobody to call. That's <laughs> Okay, what if you break your ankle? I mean, I, whatever. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like how you just, what if you have a fire? <laughs> it's just weird how she, yeah, what if you have a fire? Right, perfect. I broke, broke an ankle. Fuck that, fire. You know, but can I use your phone? He's like, help yourself. But it doesn't work. I mean, why not just say it doesn't work? Yeah. Anyway, no, you're right. a smart you're ass right. to these poor girls. So, Eileen leaves anyway. Yeah, she calls shenanigans. She's going to investigate. I want to check out that house. She wants to meet Davey because she thinks that Davey might be holding a phone. She's like, well, maybe that guy Davey has a phone because they really think that there is a person named Davey. That's what Mr. Slauson said. Mr. Slauson said. So she goes into the house. There's mannequins all over the place. She hears voices. She hears someone calling her name. Yeah, Eileen. Whispers, yeah. Eileen. Woody? And he's like, is she, it Woody? Is that yeah. you? Yeah. Um, she grabs us. Uh, I mean, like Andy said, there are so many mannequins in this in, in this house, but in this horrible. one room, it's horrible. And this, she enters one room because she thinks she hears Woody, but there's a mannequin wearing a uh, a, a beautiful red scarf, like yep. um, Pinky Tuscadero, or, or in the movie Grease when they right. take off the scarf and you know start the race. Right, the scarfs like Frank, uh, uh, Fred wore one in Scooby Doo, like a neckerchief. Uh, yeah, a neckerchief. Yeah, a neckerchief. And an she takes, ascot. An ascot. She takes off the neckerchief of the mannequin and puts it on her own neck. Yeah, kind of looks in the mirror, yep. and suddenly someone walks in behind her wearing yeah. a, a creepy-ass fucking mask and Woody's uh, Gilligan hat, right? Right on. With, like, it's blonde, like, Woody hair wig. Yep. Uh, closes and locks all the doors and windows with telekinesis. <laughs> And begins to strangle Eileen with that scarf. Just like Woody, she's fucked. Uh, she's yeah. definitely, it's a creepy scene, Andy, because um, the telekinesis, telekinesis yep. uh, is also being used on the other mannequins so their faces and their eyes look at her. I thought this They was make a, noise, too. They, like, laugh. And yeah. They go, ha, ha, ha. So but is the, the telekinesis the making the mannequins make noise, or is the telekinesis just making her brain think she hears the noise? Well, when I went to chrisangel.com, <laughs> it was, he, he, uh, he explained that it was both. I want to analyze telekinesis, like how it works, because <laughs> I've always thought it was just making things move with your mind. But these mannequins are making noise, so is he making, like, noise is he making the mannequins make noise or is he manipulating her ears to hear a noise? Shit, <laughs> or is he moving know. the sound, moving the air molecules to make the sound? Cause with telekinesis, you could probably do a lot with telekinesis. If you really get nerdy about it. Well, yeah. So let's just, let's, let's just go with what Chris Angel <laughs> said. What is both. sound? Sound is air moving. You know, I like clapping my hands. That's my hands moving the air and making, making noise. So maybe he could just move the, molecules of the air with his mind and make it sound like a noise 
Whatever. <laughs> Nick's like, I don't fucking know science. Shut the fuck up, Andy. It's a 1979. It's fucking 79 movie and mannequins. Why are you analyzing this? Keep going. But We're no, 30 but, minutes in already. Christ. But you do. But it is a good point, though, because the mannequins are, oh, and, 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 and whether it's a headless mannequin or whether it's just a head mannequin, whether, I mean, they're all in different configurations. The eyes move towards Eileen. Scary. Freaky, fucking, creepy, rad. I, yep. I did make note that I was like, that's a pretty cool scene. Definitely, I would think in 1979, you know, after driving your, you know, your trans am to the mm-hmm. movie theater and you took out your eight track of led zeppelin and you smoked a doob and you went in with your girl <laughs> very you, specific and metaphor you, and you watch that i mean this is mm-hmm. creepy for 79 so anyway uh eileen's dead eileen is dead yeah uh she is uh miss uh mystically like choked out she is no yeah. longer there so now it's just molly and becky in the house and Becky's kind of freaking out about it. She's like, we should go. She find, they find like this mannequin of a beautiful woman and the skin feels real and Molly doesn't like it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that kind of comes up. Uh, a little bit later yeah, and they revisit I mean, it. But, they revisit because they yeah. do notice when, when Molly tries to take Becky's mind off going to the house to look yeah. for Eileen. So she's like, check out this mannequin. And Andy, uh, it's a good point. It's kind of this mannequin set up like it's in a shrine. Right. Worshipped. Like it's in a cut little cubby yeah, hole. It's got lights all around beautiful. it. She's beautiful. Yeah. Like, the skin feels real. And Molly's into, like, I don't like it. If you like mannequin kink, you would definitely want to bang this one out. Um, I don't have a mannequin kink, kink so uh, no. I'm good on that end. Mr. Slauson comes in. He gets them some fresh beers and says Jerry took uh, his truck into town. How, how, wait, did he walk to town? How could he take his truck? Jerry takes Slauson's truck oh. into town. Oh, that's why the and the Jeep's still okay. apparently broken. Okay. Uh and he sits down with that Hams to talk about his wife. Uh she wanted to build a nice hotel, make this place great. She died from cancer right in his arms. Right in his arms. Womp womp. And it's really important for women to take care of their husband. He does mention that. Yeah, yeah. I think he mentions the Bible verse Ezekiel point six two. I didn't catch that part. Um I don't just making yeah. it up, but I just this is like when misogyny yeah. runs wild and a little bit yeah. one runs wild. And you get a this is a peek into his thinking, and you get more later. <laughs> yes, definitely um, for sure. So the so. girls kind of uh, are you know are, are again so jab, jabbing out, yeah, mm-hmm. like hey, sorry about that. And then Slauson kind of notices. Come Eileen. on, Eileen, where have you been? <laughs> um, he does a little Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah, he does a little dance. Where are you, Eileen? Uh, <laughs> But he's like, seriously, where the fuck's Eileen? I told her to stay put. He gets angry to go out looking for her. I bet she's snooping around. Yep. And, and he, he makes his way to the house. Yeah, he's walking through the house and all the mannequins, and he's calling for Davy. Davy, where are you? Davy, are you here? And um, opens the door and discovers a mannequin dressed like Eileen. Eileen's a mannequin. Now. Including the scarf that she and put the on. Shawl, or the, yeah, the, what? the shawl that she was wearing and everything. Her <laughs> clothes. And it looks just like her. But it's a mannequin. Let's discuss. Oh, okay. Seriously now, because sure. this is gonna it's either gonna be now or later. But let's just go yeah. and get it over now. Sure. Where's the body? Don't know. I mean, even Jody kind of brought that up and I was like, you know, you're right. I mean, wait. But it's telekinesis. So maybe he just turns her into a mannequin. Turned her into a mannequin with like his her magical. He turns body. her flesh and blood and organs into wood. He can do that? Telekinesis. I think it just makes stuff move. I don't think it can transmute things into other things. You go to chrisangel.com, Listen, they'll tell you If I could do that, I wouldn't be fucking around mannequins. <laughs> I'd be taking every Ham's beer can and turning it into solid gold. Like you just do that. I mean, why wouldn't you just do that? Then you wouldn't need the goddamn museum. You could just be rich. <laughs> 
Like, what? Well, he is kind of mentally disturbed. You still have some <laughs> mental capabilities that you need to figure out. You I know? guess, but if I could turn flesh and blood into, like, plastic and rubber, I would be turning beer cans into gold. <laughs> And that living, sounds like a yeah. beautiful lyric to a song. If I could turn flesh, yeah. like a Michael McDonald's song. Def, no, maybe country. Uh, <laughs> if I could turn flesh and blood, song, into the song gold. would be the song would be beer cans into gold. Um, but yeah, he just is like, oh, Davy, what have you done? Yeah, you know? I know, but that's the thing. I mean, yeah. so obviously Eileen's dead, Andy, yeah. but she's now a fucking mannequin. Her flesh and bones I are guess. gone. Or there's a mannequin there that looks like her. I don't know which. Then where's her body? I don't know, and we'll never know. Okay. All right. So we're back. Spoilers. We're spoiling the whole movie. We're <laughs> never going to know where the bodies are. We're back at the shop with uh, this uh, is Becky where, yeah, Molly. and Molly, and they're, they're, going, they're snooping through a photo album. Right. And that's where we see photos of uh, Slauson's wife and Slauson's brother. Right. And uh, they that's when they noticed that mannequin that was that was kind of like, looked like it's built in a they're shrine. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. This is his wife. Yep. A mannequin of his wife, and she turns on like some lights that light up the archway around this mannequin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slauson comes back and he explains he just wanted to keep her memory alive, you know, after she died, and that's why he made this beautiful mannequin of her. And, yeah, and you know, I mean, it's it's it, it is quite lovely. I'm not gonna lie; like, I think it's a lovely shrine, and right. um, it's a uh, a great uh, feature to have built for a memory. Where's Eileen, Slauson? Yeah, he couldn't just find couldn't find her. And so he like goes to get his gun and says, I'm going to go look for her. I'm going to go down to the Jeep and yeah. look for her. He grabs a gun, and they're like, why are you grabbing a gun? He's like, okay, not with, I, I won't use my gun. But that's when we're like, we both were like, you just fucking said there's coyotes at night. Take the fucking gun. And I don't yeah, you, you know. in case there's coyotes, right. He, he says he's not, he doesn't need the gun, so he tells the gals, you know, you stay put. Yeah. Um, uh, and Becky, as he takes off, Becky's like, oh, fucking hell no. Nah. We're not staying put. No, so she wants to go to the house, Andy, to find uh, Jerry. I mean, to find Jerry, Woody, and maybe Eileen. You they know? Like, think Eileen and Woody are fooling around yep. in the house. Uh, yeah. They get to the house, and I think they see a light on in the window. They, and she thinks she hears, like, giggling and laughing. Becky, like, yeah. yeah. And they're, like, they're, they're making out. So Becky wants to go into the house and mess around, mess with them. Yes. Not, like, not, like, sexually mess around, but, like. You know, maybe, maybe, but like, uh, just goof on him a yeah. little bit. And, and Molly's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yep, I'm going right. back to the museum. And Becky s- climbs the trellis that's on the side of every single house <laughs> and <sighs> climbs in a second story window. Barefoot, um, yeah. short jean shorts on a yep. tube top. I mean, if that came Tanya through my Roberts. window, I'd be like, hello. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, if I was Woody, I'd be like, hey, Eileen, come on, Eileen, can <laughs> Becky join, please? Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm kidding. So Molly goes back to the really? back to the museum, and Becky sneaks around the house. Yeah, she Becky is in the house, Andy, and does she hear laughter? I feel like she hears giggling. She hears her name too. Yeah, Becky. she hears she hears that name whispering again, like. And she's starting to get a little freaked out. And this is when I start calling, because this is the first appearance of what I like to call, um, we could call him Davey, but I just call him Mannequin Man. It's obviously a man, but Mm -hmm. he's got a mannequin face on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, when I say mask, it is like a porcelain-looking face. with The eye holes are empty black holes. You can't see uh, his eyes. That's the creepy part. And it just covers from the bridge of his nose up. Like his mouth is still exposed. Yeah, you can just see his mouth. Mouth, but the mask is over his cheeks. Yep. And and his fore, you know, the top of his Usually head, top of his face. Usually wearing a wig. Yeah. And, and and mannequin man does change. It's the cover art of the movie. There you go. When you look at the when you look up this movie, it's like the cover yeah, art. Yeah, we looked at our it's on our yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Creepy as fuck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Starts stalking Becky from the shadows here as she's walking around. 
Yeah, he, like it's a great call, Andy. Uh, yeah. he, he, he's kind of watching her. She's kind of making her way through the rooms, and this is when Becky thinks she's found her friend Eileen. Yeah. But fuck no, dude. It's the mannequin. It's uh, yeah, mannequin looks like Eileen from the back, but it spins around and kind of lunges at her. Yeah. You hear like a clicking, so it's like it's like mechanical, like and lunges at her, freaks her out. And the killer son grabs her. Mannequin man grabs her, and this is where the superpowers come to life, Andy, like th- closing the doors and getting <laughs> locked. The mannequins are coming to life again with that, oh! They come, like, pouring into the room and, like, falling on top of Becky. But she grabs a, a mannequin arm, very similar to Hide and Go Shriek episode 70-something. Yeah. yeah. And she uses the arm. Remember when they were in Hide and Go Shriek, they all grab mannequin arms to, to fight weapons. off weapons? Yeah. She uses a mannequin arm as a weapon in this one as well. She smacks him in the head yep. and, and uh, you know, knocks him down for a little bit uh, and sort of climbs up. But there's like topless mannequins. I wrote, they start going, ha, 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 and just rocking back and forth and fall down on top of her. But, okay, yeah, so she gets gangbanged by all these mannequins. I guess, yeah. But I don't understand, like, even, we wouldn't they be light? I mean, I could just feel like I could, like, if there were six mannequins laying on top of me, I feel like I could still get up pretty easily. could easily, easily just throw them off of you yeah. yeah i really feel like i could be like oh this is simple they aren't made of lead no yeah, no They're, i mean it's soft plastic i would think but i think anyway. the telekinesis is pushing them down <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. he's just forcing him down he turns him into fucking how lead. strong would telekinesis need to be like if you had telekinesis you move things with your mind could you lift up like 10 tons yes it, is it does it require more effort than this lifting up this laptop with oh, your mind? Totally. Or is it the same? You can lift up anything you want if you put your mind to it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? If you put your mind to it, you can I do just, anything. I want to know how that works in in a fictional setting. Like if it's more difficult to lift a heavier thing with your mind, or is it the same? A feather versus a brick. Oh, like same ten, effort. Ten tons of bricks with ten tons of feathers. Which no, that's still ten tons. Yeah. All right, all right, sorry. <laughs> I know that joke. I'm saying just one feather versus one brick. Does it require the same effort to lift one or the others, or is it harder to lift the brick with your mind? Or you know, because if you're using your hands and your arms, obviously there's more effort to lift the brick than the feather. But if you're using your mind, is it just the same? Is it? I'm really reading too no, much into No, I, I really feel like if you wanted to lift up like a chicken, like yeah. if you worked on a farm and you had telekinesis, you're like, oh, I got to move the chicken over here. Move the, you can move the chicken. Real easily. And then if you went out to the fields. I got to move this cow. And I gotta, Or I got to move a tractor. Yeah. You could move them Same. Same. No problem. Chicken, right. tractor, same thing in the yeah. world of telekinesis. Question. If Go to chrisangel.com. It'll tell you why. Then, then why when Superman's trying to lift like a plane, he seems to struggle. But yeah. But I think, I mean, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, because I mean, I think that just kind of shows like, oh, this, oh, this plane's oh, really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, anyway. That's a good call. Uh, but she's gang banged by gang a bunch bang. of mannequins. Yeah, that's and, where uh, we're at. Sorry. And she's taken to a, uh, the basement and he, uh, a mannequin right. man ties her up next to her homie, Jerry. And wait, Andy, there's another girl down there. Her name is Tina. Jerry's there. And Tina. And this girl, Tina, who we don't know, but he's like, he starts talking. He's like, Tina, I brought you some friends. They're so pretty. And she's like, yeah. why don't you like me? Yeah. I started doing this voice with Cheryl. Yeah. Right there on the couch. I was like, you're so pretty. <laughs> I think it's, she's like, don't do that. I just, me I just wanted to say like, I love mustard and taters. Like fucking sling blade. Like sling blade? It, does, ah, it sounds ah, like ah. sling blade. Yeah. I like taters mustard. You're so pretty. I want to see your boobies. Um, He goes back upstairs. 
Yeah, because Mannequin Man, uh, they think Mannequin Man is Slauson's crazy brother. That's what Jerry says. Yeah, it's Slauson's crazy brother. Yeah, so, and Tina's like, dude, she's like a bummer. She's like, we're all going to die. She's like, I was stopping uh, for gas along the highway, and I didn't see him coming. He's yeah. crazy, and he's going to kill us. He's going to kill us all. Sorry to be a buzzkill, but that's yeah. just what's going to happen. Yep. So it's kind of just little old Molly by herself in that shop now, but... Um, uh, mannequin man left to go get ready to have a party. He comes back yeah. to the basement ready to have a party. He's got that Liberace wig on. Yeah. Looking good. He He's looks... got a tray of drinks and a yeah. bottle of booze. Drink these now. We're going to have a party. Yes. And Tina, you're going to die. Tina won't take the drink. It doesn't matter. The yeah. party's over. Yeah. <laughs> you're still pretty. It's a quick party. It's a shame you have to die. And, and um, yeah, it's pretty gr- pretty gruesome how he kills her too. He like secures her head. He like he ties down her head so she can't move her head at all. And he explains it's gonna be quick. You'll die of fright. And he covers her face in plaster, explaining that as plaster dries, it gets really hot, so hot it can burn your skin. And he covers her um he covers her nostrils last. You know, he does forehead and her eyes and then around her mouth, and he covers her nostrils last, and as he's doing that, he says um, you're going to die of fright. Your heart will explode from fright. Yeah, that's fucking pretty gruesome, Rat, dude. You won't suffocate. You're going to die of fright. That's fucking creepy line. As he's talking this whole time, Jerry is chewing through the rope that's tying him to the stairs. We hear a heartbeat noise that's getting louder and louder. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> and she dies. And he and the killer goes, no, you're one of us. So is she forever, forever a mannequin now? Uh, Well, I think he's just making a mold of her face. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the plaster, but just as Jerry gets loose, and I was like, "Fucking Jerry, too late! You'd well, no, <laughs> have gotten Jerry... loose like ten seconds earlier. You might have saved her." Yeah, this but... is yeah. The fight ensues. Andy Liberace yeah. mannequin against Jerry, and uh, Liberace wins. He lives. He does that thing. You know what I like? We've had some movies before where you lift him up by the neck. Yeah, and they're just like stranded in like in midair, lifting but... one armed up to the, up by the so neck. So that shows mannequin man. Is he using telekinesis for his strength? Probably. Because that's one armed holding yeah. someone. Michael Myers did it. Jason yeah. does it. Like, but well, they don't have Jesus. Yeah, Jason might. Maybe. <laughs> Mannequin Man <laughs> probably using a mix of his own arm strength and telekinesis to lift. Jerry. We should do. We should write a small, uh, like a uh, like a, a play and like have it at local mu- uh, like a local community theater here in Milwaukee. <laughs> I call it Mannequin Man, and we could make it like a. a You're so pretty. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, uh, Tina's no longer with us. Uh, Jerry, you would think, is dying, but uh, he's not. He, he's not. No, he doesn't kill him. He just kind of probably warns him with that neck hold. Hey, homie, calm yeah. down. Yeah. So it's back to Molly. Andy, I have a question. For what reason the phone rings and a woman's voice? You know, she, you know, Molly goes hello, and a woman on the other phone line goes hello, and she just hangs up. It's over. I don't understand that scene. I don't remember it. Yes, yeah, she's in the shop, and the phone rings, and she goes, she answers it. Huh. And I would be like, Slauson's fucking lost oasis. How can I help you? Uh, or sorry, we're closed for the day. She just goes, hello. I and do not recall that happening. There's I'm sorry. a woman at the, I, <laughs> I watched both times and I was like, I don't understand that scene. Like if it was someone like, you need help or get out. Yeah. Like, that know. would be rad. But it's not, it's really. So, I but can't it comment because I don't remember it. All right. Well, anyway, Mannequin Man. I just saw her looking at Mr. Slauson's mm-hmm. wife's mannequin. She well, like, yeah, I just, she the, like kind of tries the shawl on yeah. herself. Like, ooh, this before looks pretty that, on me. Before that, phone rang. Phone rang. So I do not remember. I'm sorry. I thought it'd be a great way, like, mannequin man is really slossing. <laughs> but uh, the mannequin man is down with Jerry, uh, Becky, and he's kind of working on a face, I guess, the face of Tina. 
And uh, this time Jerry is in cuffs. Cuffs, yes, he is. He can't uh, chew through those. Can't chew through those. Good call, brother. So. Um, and he tells. Uh, he he acts as if he is the brother, and he tells them like, "My brother, my yeah. brother won't let me go to the city that makes wax yeah. figures." He's because, stupid. I hate him. Yes, his wife really loves me. He makes me wear these masks because I am prettier. I'm more handsome than him. Right, right. And he said I sneaked out to the gas station to find these people. Yeah. He won't let me go out. I love talking like this. I think it's Should fun. I just too. do the rest of the podcast like this. <laughs> Nick, you're so pretty. Uh, <laughs> It kind of hurts my throat after a minute, but it's fun to do. Thank you, Andy. I sound like more like Billy Bob. I like taters. Um, Get some taters. <laughs> but this is, this is the key scene, pun yeah. intended. Get it. Uh, I don't still don't get the supernatural stuff, but they're trying to uh, get a key for his cuffs. And yeah, so there was like a key that fell on the ground. So he's trying. Uh, Jerry's trying to move it towards him, but reach with his telekinesis. Foot. Chris Angel mannequin uh, gets the key back. It goes. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. He, Backstory uh, here. Nope. Nope. My, my brother pretends he doesn't know about my power, it, but is... it feels good. I shouldn't have to hide it. Sometimes I really don't know what I'm doing. You know. Like, why didn't he say, like, uh, this uh, developed when I was 18 years old or, you know, I hit puberty and I can move things with my mind. Totally. I don't know. Exactly. Nothing. I mean, it could have been anything. I my... got hit in the head with a mule. A mule kicked me in the head Great. one day and I can move. Perfect. <laughs> my dad tossed me in the air and I hit, hit on the concrete. Now I've got this weird power. Right. Just one little Nothing. thing in the backstory. Just like fucking final exam. We don't know. I'm the killer. By, my daughter was the one that committed suicide. We don't know why he has telekinesis. It pisses me off. I quit. I'm going to go join. I'm going to co-host yep. a fucking true, true crime, crime That's fine. podcast, and I'm done. No, I'm just kidding, Andy, obviously. But uh, we just the supernatural, he stops the key and goes, ha, ha, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Um, so Molly is now sick of being alone, I think, Andy. So she ditches the shop to go look for her friends by herself. Right. And uh, I think she's kind of realizing something hinky's going on. Right. Because in even in the wood, Andy, she hears her name whispered. Molly. Molly. Yeah. Uh, and the killer... Mannequin Man appears out of the shadows with a new wig holding. Yeah. And he's holding a head that has Woody's hat on it and he makes it scream. Yeah. Molly. Does, does he make it the, scream? He Molly? makes it go Molly. So the killer and that the mannequin head that he's holding screams Molly. Yeah. And she screams and takes off running. Yeah. Cause now he's wearing a blonde wig. So now it's like mannequin boy because it does look like a female's wig, but you know, little boys back in the day, the curly to, blonde hair, yeah, the curly blonde mm-hmm. hair. So, um, He's like going, wait, little girl, <laughs> see my friend. Oh, my God. Don't run. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I sound just like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you props. You're right. I should. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't call that out earlier. You are doing a really good job of that. Like, I'm I don't like, oh. toot my own horn often, but like I just watched the movie last night for a second time. And I'm like, man, I'm sounding just like this guy. Well, wait, little girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck that. That's well. Next week we're doing Sling Blade, so I have to be like, <laughs> I like French fried potatoes with mustard. See my friend. Um, she runs. Molly runs as the head that he's holding continues to scream her name, Molly. Yeah, Molly. He's like he eventually throws it at her, doesn't he? Yeah, she climbs over a fence and he he climbs up too and just throws the head at her and it lands and it rolls over and screams Molly, which is creepy <laughs> as fuck too. A head on the ground, a mannequin head that's screaming your name. And she just keeps running. Yeah. All the way through the woods. A lot of fast forwarding here. Yeah. Because it's a I lot mean, yeah, of just through the woods. He throws a snake at her. It comes alive. But there is great lighting in 
this flick. I don't want to sound like a cinephile, but as she's running through the woods, that backlight that kind of yeah. really brings out that it's supposed uh, to be lighting. the moon, maybe. Or... Yeah, no, just yeah, really kind of brings out the uh, the I want to say what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a structure. It really it's, brings it's, the creepiness it's, factor. It's uh, accentuating uh, some of the okay. Uh, it's accentuating the emotional distress that yeah, Molly's let's, feeling. Fuck yeah, let's touch boobies. Um, <laughs> there. So she she finally like she she notices a truck pulling up. Yeah. See, she still thinks Slauson's good. She has no idea. Yeah, so Slauson pulls up we. and says, hey, yeah. Yeah. yeah we don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, and it's like, but I kind of at this scene, I kind of already knew. Uh-huh. It's kind of like Tyler Durden. So did Cheryl. Cheryl was kind of like, well, there's something up with this guy. <laughs> yeah, like Fight Club. Like, this movie is like yeah. a Fight Club. Well, I'm just kidding. But it is kind of like all in the same one. But it, that's what I wrote. He Slauson pulls up in the truck. Hey, uh, fucking Molly, is everything okay? What and, the fuck, Molly? Yeah, and she's like, someone's trying to kill me, Slauson. He's like, get in the truck. Let's go. What's he look like? And she's like, he's wearing a mask. And he hits the brakes. Yeah, and he's like, that man is my brother. It's not his fault the way that he is the way he is. He's a simple man. And Mr. Slauson says, I'll find him first and I'll bring him in alone. You know, before yeah, she wants like, to go to the cops. I want to go to the and cops. He's like, fuck that. This is family. You know, let's, he's my brother. I Vin can't Diesel. do that. This family, Vin Diesel. Yeah. We like fucking cars. <laughs> no, uh, he wears a mask because he always wanted to look like me. Yep. He always wanted everything I had, including my face. Yep. That's what Slauson says. And he's like, we'll just go back to the ho- the museum. I'm a, I'll turn on the radio because he always comes to the radio. Yeah. And I don't want the cops to shoot him down. I, I want to know where I can find him. So you, you don't have to come inside. Yeah, I'll um, leave you outside of the shop with the gun. Right. So she's sitting out there with a, uh, a gun, thinking she's safe, and she's like, hurry up, Slauson. She finally hears the radio turn on. Yes. She's like, I'm safe. But uh-oh, Andy. Here comes here the killer. Come, here comes Mannequin Man. Bang! Yeah. So she shoots she him. She shoots him. Bang! Two, two, two shots. Two shots to the gut. Yep. And he gets up and goes, bang, bang, you shot me with blanks. <laughs> And uh, he goes, bang, bang, you're dead. Bang, bang, you're dead. She, she just whacks him with the gun. Yep, the mask. And breaks the mask. Breaks the mask. And it's Mr. Slauson. It's Mr. Slauson. He's oh, no. Davey. He's the same guy. So she's like, fucking, woohoo. So I'm is not- this like two personalities? Or is he? Yes. He is like two separate people. He is. Because he's cray cray. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, look at Fight Club. It's the same thing. It's the same premise. Tyler Durden. and Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, let's take some soap and, you know, right. bang a heroin at it. Um <laughs> The chase is on again. I wrote that too. I love it. (laughs) Right in the same spot. The The chase is on. uh, Through the woods. Those damned woods again. Um, She's finally caught in the water, I guess, in the oasis. Oh, uh, my God. My wife had a problem with this because she just runns all the way to that little pond. And and he's he's suddenly there. Oh, because he's got telekinesis. Teleportation, too, I guess. Yeah. Anything tele. That's what I said to Cheryl. I'm like, telephone. I said, killers can teleport, Cheryl. They can be in one place. It's like a cartoon. They, if you're, you run away from them, and then suddenly they're there with you. Uh, he, but Cheryl hated it. Yeah, because like, he, that's she, so stupid. She, but yeah, she's right. I mean, yeah. she is in uh, Molly's in the water, and then here comes Slauson just popping right out of the water, Rambo style, Rambo style, <laughs> out of the water. Yeah, he. You think he's gonna drown her, but oh, right. uh, he doesn't. He just uh, really kind of uh, maybe just put the fear of God and maybe knock her out. Yeah, he takes her back, uh, back at the house. Um, he, you know, I think that's the final goal for Slauson, mannequin man now. Yeah, uh, to get Molly back to the house, and um, where Becky and Joey are, Jerry, Becky and Jerry are still trapped. Yeah, Becky finds some kind of blade or nail file or something on the yep. floor, and she's able to slide it over to Jerry, who so starts he, in on his handcuffs. He can get to work. Yeah, and we cut to Mr. Slauson bringing food to a mannequin. I, mannequin Eileen. And says, eat your soup. Yeah, and she 
she doesn't move. She doesn't move until he puts on his mask, and when she fin- when he finally puts on his mask, everything comes to life. Yeah. He uses <clears throat> excuse me, his telekinesis comes to life when he fucking puts on his mask. Yeah, because when he puts it on, is that better? And and starts talking. Yes. The mannequin turns and says, she, like, uh, I'll yes. have some soup. I like crackers. These are really good. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, the other crackers are good. And then her face, her head falls off. He's like, I got to fix that. I got to fix that. So when he puts the mask on, everything comes everything alive. comes to life. He but cannot, they are still mannequins. Well, I don't know. They still gotta... fall apart and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still, I mean, well, yeah. his telekinesis can't fix that. No. He can fucking turn flesh and bone into fucking wood. And he can can't. he, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Molly is kind of laying in a bed and she sort of wakes up and sort of sees in quotes is it slosson's wife it's, it's a mannequin a female mannequin sitting next to him next to her who suddenly like turns into a woman who i suspect was like slosson's wife turns into a real sort of dabs her forehead with a cloth and then leans back and turns back into a mannequin you know yes. what i'm saying it's very weird it is very weird almost it, the this because we're kind of getting towards the end of the movie. It, yeah. it is kind of showing that is she dreaming it? Is she coming to life? I thought uh, maybe uh, she's uh, hallucinating. That's it. what I kind of thought too. Yeah. But this but this mannequin that she thinks come to life is, um, uh, you know, it's she's she's kind of giving it uh, uh, some water and dabbing right. her head, right, so, caring for her. And that's yeah. why I thought maybe this is Slauson's wife. Yeah, in mannequin form again. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so she looks yeah. at she, you know. So finally, Slauson comes in and she's like, "You're fucking insane." And he's like, "Don't say that." Yeah, you know, let's get things straight here. You be nice to me, and I'll be nice to you. And I guess he's trying to set up because in, in the very beginning of this movie, Andy, I kind of felt like, man, he's got a connection towards Molly. He likes Molly. He likes Molly. So we're back in the basement, and um, Jerry gets free. Yep, gets he Becky free. Gets Becky free. So let's let's get going. You feel like you know that their mission now is to escape, right? But. but- it's important to point out yep. they don't know that the masked crazy mannequin killer is Mister Slauson. They still think it's they his still brother. think that it's two separate people. Very so good call. They sneak out past the killer while he's playing with dolls on the floor as mannequin boy. As mannequin boy. As mannequin boy. So he's like, oh, I like to play with you know. He's like, yeah. They sneak past him. It, at one point, he like you know thinks he hears something he in the hallway. The, he asks his toys, "Did you hear something?" Yeah. And he looks outside, and that's where Jerry and Becky. Pretend to be mannequins yep. in the hallway. They just sort of hold still, and he doesn't see them. Uh, okay, and so they continue to sneak until, uh, well, the killer just opens a door, and Jerry's like caught up off guard, like, ha-ha, I got you, and Jerry yeah. Jerry jumps out a window. Duke's a hazard style, man. It's yeah, rad. slow-mo he window shatter. Stone, he did that a stunt? stunt on his own. That's what you told me. Yep. So he dives out a window, and he takes off, and the killer goes, you won't get away from me, and behind him, Becky goes out the same window and runs the other way. He's got his little mannequin hands full. Like, he's got Jerry running one way and then yeah. Becky running the other way. So he chases Becky. So he chases Becky and um, Slauson, not the mannequin man, but Slauson as Slauson, finds Becky and tells her everything's fine. Oh, what's wrong, girl? I'll help you. Yeah, yeah I'll help you out. Let me see that tube top. She doesn't know he's the bad guy. Carries her back inside. I'll get my doctoring kit. Yeah, you just you stay lay here. And, and she hears Becky. Becky. And suddenly, Woody? a mannequin appears with Woody's clothes on. Her friend Woody and a couple others come to life, and they start shooting real bullets at her. Yes, 
well, love that. I wrote that. It's yeah. like real. So he loaded up these these mannequins, these uh, animatronic mannequins with real bullets, and they start just fucking uh, coming to life. And so does an Indian mannequin, you know, in the feather yeah. dress and. Uh, so and he's got uh, axes and Slauson's sitting there in a chair controlling all of it with his mind and he's not wearing the mask right see so maybe what I said earlier was fucking sh- you know well shit. yeah and maybe he's just this I'm is who sorry. I am I'm sorry students of Slash you it's okay to... he's laughing or chuckling and yep. as he looks around the room making things move as Becky uh, takes cover until all the bullets are gone oh. <laughs> she runs and an Indian mannequin throws a tomahawk or a yeah right right yeah. in the back of her neck yeah, I guess, I guess we didn't do dead dick kill shots this week because you know how important they are. But I guess that would be kind of a cool. I mean, it's just kind of different. a good one. Yeah, yeah. So she's Hits her in the back of the head. Tanya Roberts dead. Tanya Roberts is dead. So we're back to Molly. Did you know the Brady Bunch movie? Her daughter plays Jan. No, I did not. I'm just kidding. Ah, oh, you fucker. Fake fact news. God damn it. But um, <laughs> back to Molly. Uh, uh, she's kind of like a, a mannequins. Um, just sits next to her. And oh, this this yeah. is this is where she dreams. This is where she dreams that it's kind of coming to life. Like she's getting water and she's getting a damp towel. No, it was earlier. We already went over it. I, I swear know, it was I, earlier. I, I don't know why I have it written down. When here. we went over it is when it happened. Yes. I swear to God. Okay. So, but he comes in. Slauson comes in at this point and picks her up from the bed and takes her to another room and closes all the doors within mind. And he takes off his mask and then he appears to sit in a chair and fall asleep. While Molly's on the floor. Yes. She kind of wakes up, thinks that she can sneak away because he's asleep, but he's not asleep. He starts making the mannequins move, which really freaks her out as she's crawling on the floor. There's really not much to this. Well, except when does, is this the scene kind of pretty much where, you know, he's carried her off, you know, she's probably mentally drained and he carries off to her brother, his brother's room. She curls into a fetal position and he gets down and says, it's time and picks her up. Yeah. And this is this where he tells the story about yep. his brother, um, how his brother... Says he's going to take care of her, you're special, you remind me of my wife, puts a mask on her face. Yeah. And, and he it, even awkwardly kisses it. Tell me you love me. And, yeah, and that's a weird says, kink. Yeah, tell me you love me. And she just wide-eyed, scared as hell, goes, I love you. And that's when he, he has like a freak out in his own head, is what I wrote. Because as he pulls back from Molly, it's like he's... It's like he's struggling with something in his own mind. I don't know what it is. I'm getting cinephile Yeah. And, and then he just sits and he sort of comes to as Slauson and tells the story about his wife. Yeah, his brother and his wife were having an affair on the property. Whoring behind his back. Whoring behind his back. And it's law that men can kill their uh, wife and, I guess, brother if they are having sex. That's what he explains. It's, yeah. He has a legal right he to kill them both. Right. Yep. I have questions. So do I. Uh, I, I don't think that's true. I don't either. I believe murder is illegal no matter what. I even think in 1979 I mean, it was too. Self-defense can even get you in trouble, maybe to a lesser degree. And a lot of people maybe just get manslaughter or they're found innocent by degree of yeah. self-defense. But that's the only instance where I think murder <laughs> is kind of okay. Uh, self-defense or defense of others. That's uh, probably got to be. Well, the way you I'm know, reading about what's going on in the world, it's got to be somewhere in the Bible, too, I think. That, that says that. Oh, that if your wife is having an affair with someone, he who lieth your down brother, with you Jesus can kill them both. Saith that. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't well, Slauson goes on just basically to say, like, I got a legal right to do it. Uh, that's what the law says. I can kill them both. It was my right. Which is weird. Uh, and we so, suddenly... After all that said, yeah. he tells Molly, you know, it's you know, it's time for you to join the others. But here right. comes Jerry. Jerry to the rescue! We hear Jerry from outside the room trying to break in. Molly! He's, yeah, Jerry's got an axe, too. Here's what Cheryl said. 
why the fuck Jerry doesn't have the cops with him? <laughs> well, there's no phone. <laughs> yeah. He's, he ran off. Mm. He crashed through the window and ran off. And now he's back to save Molly without I, any help whatsoever. I, I'm not sounding cinephile, but he said there's no phone, that there is nothing else on this highway. Yeah. It's I guess. night. It's like, he, and you know, he's got a weapon and he's like, yep. I got to save Molly. So he's axing the door. Yep. Slauson just stands there. And uh, gets in. Jer- Jerry axes through and reaches in and unlocks the door. And Jerry says, well, you know, where are the others? And Sloss is like, what are you talking about? And Molly's just like, kill him, Jerry. Get him, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, <laughs> kill him. Kill him. And he's like, because uh, uh, Jerry's like, where are the others? You best yeah. tell me. And he's like, hey, uh, uh, what's Slauson looks at Molly and says, he's not going to kill me, dude. Yeah. You think you're going to hurt me? Uh, <laughs> she's like, kill him, Jerry. And suddenly Jerry just freezes. Like, Kent doesn't move. He's a fucking mannequin. Because, yeah. So sorry, all of this sorry. is, so I, all of this is Slauson playing mind games. With Molly. With Molly. Making Jerry seem like he's actually alive. Dude, that, but that was, his, that, then that must be his greatest creation. That's because, an amazing telekinesis. Because every other fucking one that comes to life, Eileen and fucking whatever, they, yeah. they look like. Mannequins. But th- this is, re- I, th- I mean, it's, if you're watching the movie, it's Jerry. It's clearly the actor. Yes. Who portrays Jerry. <laughs> uh, but he's, but, but he's moving and Slauson just walks over and pulls off his arm. And then takes his fucking head, head. and bashes it on the ground, yeah. breaks it in a thousand pieces. So at this scene anyway, Jerry's a mannequin. So did Jerry actually get away or is he dead? He's been a mannequin this whole time. Did Jerry jump out the window or was that a mannequin <laughs> that jumped out the window? Well, let's save these questions. We're almost oh my there. God. I got, cause that's what I'm going to bring him up. Uh, so Molly freaks out. Molly freaks out. He's kind of getting all these other mannequins to do that. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. He <laughs> She's starts, just he, like, this he, is not happening. He picks up the uh, shrine uh, replica of his wife and starts dancing with her. And as Molly's looking at this, she seems to hallucinate and see her come to life. Yeah. As an actual person. Dancing with a real woman. And even Slauson says, they're alive, Molly. Yeah. And you can hear the mannequins whispering, join us, join us. Very creepy. Yeah. She sees all kinds of mannequins laughing, reaching for her, going, yep. <laughs> you know, the, the this is the part where you see a hand yep. in another container of hands moving while Slauson dances with this mannequin. Molly picks up the axe that Jerry used, to, quotes Jerry, and uh, chops him in the neck. He does. And Slauson falls over dead. Okay. And Molly just screams. Screams. And as she's screaming, screams. fade to the Jeep. Yep. Daytime. Molly is driving, and everyone's in the car, but they're fucking mannequins. Her four friends are in the car. Her four friends are in the car. Eileen, Becky, Jerry, and Woody are all in the car as mannequins. Yes. She careens down the highway. she's kind of smiling. Yep. She's probably just lost her fucking mind. We roll credits. Roll credits. So wait, 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 wait. (laughs) That's... I, I... Okay. Uh, let me. Yeah. I, okay. I don't. I know time and everything, so no, I don't want to dive this down. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> they, I want to sum this up in one question. What the <laughs> fuck? They okay? They're mannequins now, but Jerry's fucking face was busted, so she had to have time to super glue it or back together. Grab a second one that looked like him. Okay, but then what? Then that's maybe. Or uh, so flesh and blood. Flesh, flesh and blood is now wood. Mannequin wood. Or just. 
he did something else with the bodies. Maybe threw them in the pond. Yeah, that's what I we don't Tony know. Was saying. I mean, you never see the actual bodies of the people he killed. But I don't believe he can turn bodies into mannequins. Look I really at, don't think he can do look that. Look at Jerry. Jerry came in and said, "I mean, he was telekinesis." And then Jerry to say, "Well, where are the others? I'm going to kill you." I he mean, was making Jerry say that. But Jerry was just a mannequin. This fucked with my so, head. Go, you know, rewind. That's my question. Still stands. Was it real Jerry who jumped out the window and ran away, or was that yes. a mannequin? So you think Jerry actually got away? <laughs> but because we know Becky didn't get away, we know Woody didn't get away, we know Eileen didn't get away. Uh, <laughs> but we saw Sorry. Jerry jump out the window and run. Slauson didn't chase him. I mean, oh my God, this hurts. This All hurts right. Well, my while head. we're thinking about this, I do want to uh, come up to what we talked about earlier in the film when we hit that pause. Yeah, uh, Andy. Not only did this most people, but this was before the PG thirteen. This movie was rated PG. Which is, yeah, which I read people, that the director was disappointed. Yeah, because he, he thought was like, it was more yeah, violent than everything. That. Um, but I'm uh, sorry, bro. This movie was definitely PG, like maybe yeah. PG 13. So the creepy <laughs> laughter, which is prominent in the opening sequence, was created by the laughing hyena at the zoo and Lady and the Tramp in 1955. Lady and the Tramp, not Jungle Book. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and it was also used in Disney's It's a Small World attraction. So okay, uh, I knew there wasn't yeah. fucking hyenas sorry. in Jungle Book. <laughs> Um, you, but, did you know I played Baloo the bear in a high school I, I production? I see that. That's the I sang I, Bear Necessities and everything. Bear, give us a give us a line. For the bear necessities, the simple bear necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. That's awesome. You're so pretty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I but, miss high school. <laughs> I mean, anyway. This Roll movie's credits. over. I mean, yeah. I, 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 do you just want to get right in? Do you just want to get right into the kill count? Because I think it's pretty simple. Um, we can just hold our breath for two seconds yeah, for I a know. break. I'm, yes, you're right. And we're back. I didn't even have to do anything. That'll be where a break goes. Okay. Thank you. And <laughs> we uh, have we have breaks again. Oh yeah. We haven't had a break in a bit. So, kill count. Breaking up my nuts. For you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's get into that uh, funky ass. Boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom. Jazzy kill count. Jazzy kill count. Yeah, why do I say funky is cliff kill? Funky's cliff kill. So get your fucking head. Woody dies at the beginning of the movie when a pipe hits him in the side, and the blood. He gets the pipe. He gets the pipe. Eileen choked by an ascot, Uh, and then Tina, the other random girl that that uh, Slauson picked up off the highway. She had her face plastered. That poor poor girl. Yeah, that was horrible. Followed by Tanya Roberts, a uh, Becky. Uh, she got a hatchet to the back of the head, a tomahawk to the back of the head. Then I guess, I guess Jerry. <laughs> yes. I still am yes. not clear no. if Jerry actually died, <laughs> but I, I guess he did. Cause I'm going to say he was a mannequin at the end of the movie. So I think he died at some point. I agree, dude. Followed by Mr. Slauson himself, Chuck Connors. That's six kills. And Molly got away. Our final girl. Six kills. That is cool. Molly was a final girl. We, yeah. I, we, I sometimes think we space on that. You could tell a... that from the beginning, I think, that yeah. Molly was going to be the one to make it. Yeah, he, he liked, uh, man. Because, uh, like, the prude girl who doesn't want a skinny dip and maybe is a virgin, she's the one who always survives. Yeah. <laughs> we ought to write a slasher where, like, the the ditzy, promiscuous cheerleader is the one who survives. <laughs> Or like the girl that just like just gives hand jobs and yeah you doesn't know, give a fuck about anyone. Yeah, just, she's yeah, like a mega bitch to everybody. Fucking doing cocaine and shaking yeah, people. She's off. a regular. See you next Tuesday to yeah. all of the other characters. And she she was, survived. 
<laughs> just because then I think it would be a great way to start a sequel. Super twist. Hey, I also want to bring this up too, uh, Andy. I thought this was odd, huh. but uh, there's an unaccredited mannequin, and I want to know how she's used because she was um, uh, very much in some of our movies. Uh, Leanna Quigley. Who's that? She's unaccredited this movie. Okay. She was known in Silent Night, Deadly Night. Do you remember the kill? Yeah. That with the 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 deer. Oh, my yeah. kill shot. Lift it up and it up set and upon the deer antlers. Yeah. Yeah. So that she starred in that, and we were, and then she was also in one of our uh, other uh, favorite movies. And I just don't understand. Like she she is credited as mannequin. She was one of the mannequins. I don't know if she was like the wife, or I thought maybe that she was. Um, like, you know, the one that was kind of giving her water and dampening her face. Oh. But yeah. she was um, also in Graduation Day. Uh, okay. She played Dolores in Graduation Day. She was in Return of the Living Dead. You know, she was in a lot of shit, but it really didn't start coming out to the 80s. I think her biggest movie that she made was in 81 when we did Graduation Day episode whatever. Yeah. And then, a while th ago. This is 79. So this is probably like what started her career. Okay. Um, because she was 21, I think, or maybe 20 when this movie was shot. So nice. Kind of interesting. Um, and we already did our social medias. Oh, Lucas. Oh, he wants I, us to do them again real quick. <laughs> at slash you underscore podcast. Or you can email us too, slash you podcast at oh, gmail.com. Yeah, Talk to us. We could get an email. Um, we read them. So go ahead and send us an email. Hey, Lukey. He's licking the mic. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, Want to talk about our next movie? Yes, I can't wait. I'm going to go ahead and uh, set it, it up. Yeah, please. Um, this looks like a great one. <laughs> Hey, this one I found, and I'm really uh, stoked about it. I shared it with Andy, and Andy was just like, his first words were, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> um, this filming took five weeks in the spring of 1973. Um, it is, uh, I think, our shortest movie that we've ever watched. Yep. This movie is 61 minutes, Andy. Awesome. 1975, criminally insane. You said 61 minutes. 61. One hour, <laughs> one minute. Yes. Criminally insane from 1975, so it's also the oldest one we've ever done. Yes, we've never good. gone further back than I'm 79. Excited. I really am excited about this. Uh, it is available on Amazon Prime Video for a dollar ninety nine, or you can watch it on Plex for free. Uh, this also says it's included with Prime, according to um, IMDb. So if you do have an Amazon Prime subscription, you'd probably be able to watch it for free there. If you don't, you'd rent it for a dollar ninety nine or watch it on Plex. Uh, you want me to summarize it? Did yeah. you already say that? Okay. An obese woman recently released from an insane asylum kills anyone who attempts to get her to stop eating. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I'm in. Um, <laughs> I, I'm excited to bring this to you all, as I'm sure I'm speaking for Andy. Um, we are going to be taking a week off. We've got summer stuff going on, so yeah. uh, there will just be lots of stuff happening. So we will... N oh, wait. We are going to record this Saturday, so we'll have an episode next yeah. week. We'll have an episode that goes up on August 1st and then and take a break after that. Yeah, we're going to kind of take a little break. We're going to kind of bring it back. Andy, if it's okay, I'd like to kind of let them know what our lesson plan is um, when we do take our little break. I think we're going to bring you a little Shark Week action. Yeah, we'll we're, talk about it again. Next, next, next recording week, yeah, too. But we're, but we're trying to plan out um, our what's happening and when yeah, do we start? 2022. I mean, when do we start season five of season U. five? At some point, we need to figure that out. Some seasons are more than others, aren't they? Like, oh yeah, as... but they're all roughly like 20 episodes, roughly. I think I so never season, really sat down. Yeah, that makes sense because season five should go to season yeah. five. Technically, should go. Well, we always take off January. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, sorry. We're, I'm just babbling now. This is, what, this is when podcasts get boring when we're trying to talk what we're thinking. But Sorry. 
uh, criminally insane. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to update the website to show all this. And uh, I'm really excited to watch this one, too, because it just looks stupid funny. It's a 60-minute episode. I bet still we'll do it like an hour yeah. and a half. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, we'll still talk for 90 minutes, I'm sure. Yeah, just because, I mean. On a 60-minute on a movie. I, I, I just, I'm definitely going to get cinephile on this one, I think. Just well, go ahead. there's probably going to be some fat shaming within the movie. We're going to have to tiptoe. You know, well, hey, if you, fat, hey if, she, if you fat shame her, you die, obviously. I guess so, yeah. Or if Good you try her. to keep her from eating. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Nick. There's nothing else. Thanks for hey, listening. Yeah, man. This we has been a fun one. And uh, thanks for everything. We truly uh, appreciate <laughs> yeah. all thanks of you. Thanks to zapsplat.com for our sound effects. We haven't used dick kill shot of the week. We haven't used those in a, in a couple weeks. We're going to have to come up with some dick kills. Um, but other than that, yeah, shout out to horror community. And, shout out to yeah. our horror community. They're, you're just so <laughs> wonderful, all of you out there. I know we're going to get some dick kill shots and criminally insane. I think so. I know so. we will. That's it for this week. I love you, buddy. Oh, shit. What? On a scale of fucking one mannequin to two mannequins, what do you get this movie? Oh, uh, one and a half mannequins. Okay, me too. No backstory on the telekinesis. <laughs> That's seriously. Class dismissed. Yeah.